The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. We got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? One, two, two, three. All right. It is time for not talking movies with Ron and Mean Gene. And, um, you know, I, I have a friend who has a bowling alley, and he was allowed to finally open the bowling alley. But the idea was uh, it can only be for tournaments. And it's like, what? What? That, I don't understand that Le- leagues. They actually said tournaments. It can only be tournaments. So yes, leagues. So uh, my friend who owns a bowling alley, he said that he is uh, he's selling open bowling as tournaments. So if like a family of four comes in, it's like the 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 bluebird tournament. And it gives them, he puts a sign tournament in play. Of course. Wild. Why wouldn't you? So are they are they like doing every other alley? Are they splitting it up? Social distancing? No, nope, no. Nope. There are well, there are there are a set of uh, set of boring protocols that he has to deal with. But I mean, no, no different than what you or I would, considering all of what what is going on. And I, I get that. I understand. I mean, everybody's hopefully will play the game. I just don't see why we can't play that game in a, uh, a regulated movie theater I, that I is it is ridiculous. It is it is uh, it is now. And I'm the I'm the last to the party on saying anything out of the governor's office is ridiculous, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and really it's, it's gotten to the point where it hurts now because yeah. for, for all of the, the summer, there were no new movies coming out and now tenant is out there uh, playing in theaters did about 20 million and change uh, on the national uh, stage 150 million in the bank for worldwide theaters and so the whole world is watching tenant uh, but not uh, people in lower michigan or new york city for that matter either so uh, new york and michigan michigan uh, i don't get it what is but, tenant what is that it's christopher nolan's new movie who uh, some people say it's like a sequel to Inception. Uh, it's it's an action picture with a whole lot of time shift and and action. And if you remember Inception, it was all about dreams being that sort of time shift plot device. And and now Tenet is 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 a, a save the world sort of drama with a whole lot of time shift going on and some big screen uh, and and cool special effects based on what I've seen. Okay, now I I loved Inception, but I, I I'm still foggy on what went on in that film. I'm just like I don't know. I just really like the actor, and uh, and 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 the story seemed cool, and they kept going into deeper sleep, and I don't know, his walls popping up all over the place, there's a spinning top. <laughs> Next second, uh, I know DiCaprio's with his wife, and now uh, he's not upset anymore. Oh my gosh. But I, I liked it. Uh, I, I did like it. So I think I would probably like this. And I like Christopher Nolan. That's a man who brought us Dunkirk. Isn't that right? Yes. And that was right. like a great, great movie. I love that film. So whenever you can throw a terrific director at, at uh, behind a film, you know, there, there's a handful of names that are like a reason to go see it. And he's one of them. But, but we can't see it. We can't see it. Doggone it. And they or, won't even hey, play. Are you, play, saying, play are you saying in New York are the only two states? 
Well, Los they, Angeles they County is still closed. They've opened up Orange County now. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not sure which, I, I heard 46 states were allowing their theaters to open wow. with limited capacity. So I don't know who the other ones are besides Michigan and, and New York. Maybe uh, uh, Massachusetts, not Massachusetts, but Maine, I think might be another <laughs> one. Anyway, we are, it's our turn. We're, we're, we're due to go see a movie uh, here in lower Michigan. Wow. Okay. I agree. That is, uh, that is, that is quite a thing. And uh, now I understand. And what about uh, with high school football, they have said, okay, yeah, now the high school kids can go play football, but uh, the college football, not a thing. And I, I'm my head scratching on that. If you're going to let high school kids play football, why, why wouldn't you let college kids play football I'm yeah, well they, that was a big 10 decision about michigan and michigan state and, and the leagues have made those determinations around the country not necessarily the states although the states would have something to say about fans in yeah. the stands which is same way with pros like the lions are going to play without any fans in the stands but they're going to be fans in the stands in other states where pro football is being played and so it's going to be up to the leagues and of course the big tens had some pressure from our current president and uh, whether or not they'd start up later because some of these other leagues are able to do it. I, I thought I watched it. I watched the uh, a BYU uh, Navy game the other day and I thought it was interesting that yes. the, the officials all had masks on. How do you blow your whistle through a mask? Yeah. Oh, they have God. a little electronic whistles. They push the button down. It makes the whistle sound. Oh yeah. That's going to oh. stay after, after this ends, they're going to use that forever. Hilarious. Um, what um you know i think we need look no further this is why we should have packed stadiums in college football we need look no further than four hundred and fifty thousand uh, uh uh motorcyclists are in we're in surges south dakota and only 266 got sick it's remarkably low and those and those those hicks were, were there like uh, no mass elbow to elbow listening to terrible rock music and and they and they it wasn't bad at all. So I don't know. I mean, I I think that. Uh, Wait a minute. Two hundred and sixty-six thousand people got no, sick. As two hundred and sixty-six. Period. Not That's it. Two hundred. Two hundred and sixty-six. Oh, no, I yeah. saw a different story then with more zeros in it. I swear I did. Wow. I'll have to look that one up. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I saw. Here. I saw you had one death. Uh, one guy did die. Uh, but I was looking at statistics that were remarkably low. So, all right, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hold. Maybe I got that wrong. We'll I fact check that one. I mean, I'm going to do it too. We yeah, can all fact go. check. Here we we can all fact check. <laughs> Sturgis, Sturgis. Sick. COVID. Sturgis uh, sick. South Dakota governor criticized the study suggesting that Sturgis bike rally led to 260,000 COVID-19 cases. Oh, okay. That's maybe, maybe what you're getting at, that study two hours ago. And I, I didn't even know that this, that there had been a report. Add uh, some zeros there. I, yeah, that's yeah. Half a million people maybe. and half led to half a million people getting sick as a result of those, all those people showing up for that motorcycle. Pack. All right. I would, I would, I would have to dive into that more to see more about that study. But I mean, as of last week, it was 266 people have it. So that's really yeah. remarkable how now you have uh, absolutely uh, opposite stories. Well, doesn't surprise, <laughs> doesn't surprise me Fake at all. Fake news. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny too, because the entire state only has 15,000 cases. 
So well, I know, but people came from all over the place no, and then went that, back. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what something's something's not right. It was. I think. I. Who knows? This might be just. Um, I don't hey, think there's going to be any uh, sporting event or any concert or any thing besides a Trump rally where people are going to be elbow to elbow uh, without face masks uh, watching, you know, live sports or live concerts. I, I just don't see that happening anytime right, soon. Right. Not large numbers. There are right. events oh, that'll have yeah, limited they're, numbers. They're, they're, yeah, there definitely have been a few uh, small things. Um, but uh, yeah, now I, uh, moving on on, on uh, uh, movie news, I saw that this Mulan opened up, and I saw that there was some controversy because at the end of it, they were like thanking the, uh, the some of the folks in Hong Kong, and then the the chick who was the lead, she made some crack about uh, supporting the oppressive government associated with uh, associated with uh, with with uh, you know that whole thing at the end of the film. Did you hear anything about this, Ron? Uh, I, I missed part of what you said. Your audio changed yeah, your audio out here. What's that? Your audio is gone. It's way it down. Can, I can barely hear you now all of a sudden. Yeah? Is that any better? No. You're I louder again, but it just changed like while you were in mid-sentence there. Wow. Yeah, uh, I thought it was me. I'm looking around thinking I hit something wrong. No. I thought I had okay. wax in my headphones, but um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm were you sorry. talking about Milan? Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on with that? There was some type of drama? Yeah, yeah. And I I saw John Oliver did a story on this uh minority group in China and I'll never be able to pronounce it and it's spelled totally different than what uh it looks uh, as it's spelled, but uh, they, they gave uh, a credit, or in the end credits, they gave thanks to this province in China where they essentially have put these people in camps uh, and held them prisoner and, and, and forced them into slave labor. And, and so uh, the, the backlash is that uh, the filmmakers chose to give credit to this, pro this area in China where they're effectively keeping political prisoners uh, against their will, and and so uh, again, there's a there's a there's a minority group in China uh, that is being repressed and, and held prisoner. And by the way, thanks for allowing us to use your name on the credits or your your area for filmmaking, whatever it was. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It was like when they say special thanks to the so and so so and so for you know one of those deals. Yeah. So you got deep into the credits. And, and that uh, caused some uh, consternation and a backlash, which is leading to this headlines about boycotting Mulan because Damn they it. gave credit to these. Yeah. Okay. How many people would have even known it was there had they not said anything? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's why, you know, that's why people are protesting these days. You know that, Gene, they're bringing attention to these things that most people just miss completely. And if you know nothing about it, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Then if, if, if there's a cause and they, they've been screaming and nobody's listening and now they're listening because of that, I should be it if, you know, that actually is happening over there. So, yeah, I mean, well, why don't they, why didn't they just say that they were going to do it? And then, yeah, say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to feature it prominently, how thankful we are in the film and then just lie and don't do it. I mean, who, what the hell, who cares? What are they going to do? Come here to the U S and give us a China ticket. I mean, come on. What's the, uh, well, yeah. How do you how do you deal with this uh, Chinese government and uh, politics? I mean, boy, that talk about a slippery slope and a complicated issue. And 
it's you know part of our presidential campaigns and debates about who is or isn't doing what or whatever to china i mean good gravy so okay. they don't really care if people go see it. They just want the word out. Because, I mean, boycotting the movie, that is not going to help in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, look back, look back on John Oliver's uh, recent report on this, what's going on in this, this area of China. And if you go back to YouTube and look a couple of weeks ago, he had a very interesting report. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy what's going on. If oh, I believe it. it's true. I believe it. I mean, uh, I've... I've uh... I have followed to some degree some of the oppression that has happened to people in uh, in China uh, dating back decades. If you go back to the revolution that was the uprising that took place with the students in, uh, in and around Tiananmen Square. Now, what was reported as, oh, yeah, just some minors clashes with police was not at all what it, what it was. It was much. It was horrible. It was some of the worst things that have ever happened as the Chinese military opened fire and, and killed hundreds of young people but that was uh that was suppressed and it was only footage that was snuck out of the country to be made into a documentary that ever revealed way after the fact just how terrible that was back then so yeah. it doesn't surprise me at all is those are maniacs that live there and we're dealing with them on a regular basis this is a, this is a when bad, was the last time you, you looked at something that didn't say made in china on it it's just crazy how much stuff we import oh, from them. But, my uh, gosh Complicated issue. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so, what what else is burning on everybody's brain right now? Is there anything else that? Uh, that well, is... I wanted to hear. Well, number one, Eric, I need to get a kidney update. Yeah, uh, it's been a few weeks for that. for us. And then Gene was sure. going to tell us Alabama stories, but he, I don't know that he's got anything quite uh, salacious. But uh, how's it going with the kidney thing? It is uh, still on track, and they inform me on a need-to-know basis as to what is happening. As uh, I, I hear from different people at different times, I got a phone call yesterday from a dietitian who was told to call me, and I think this is a good, a good sign because the kidney specialist, known as a nephrologist, she did have a couple of things that she wanted to make sure that I was up to speed on about continuing for me post-kidney uh, I think this is a good sign because they want to make sure that I have in check my um, uh, eating habits so that I am eating appropriately to minimize my risk of diabetes and reduce my bad cholesterol. And to me, they wouldn't have uh, gone this particular route of informing me about something so particular had they not really thought that I was a viable candidate to get this removed. I mean, if I was uh, a shot in the dark and didn't really have any chance of because I wasn't healthy enough, they wouldn't pursue giving me specific instructions of what I need to do to make sure that I eat in a healthy level for a guy with one kidney. Most important thing is avoid diabetes. And my A1C, which is a certain marker over a three month period of your kidney level, of your uh, uh, sugar level, mine is not pre-diabetic, not diabetic, but it's higher than like a normal person's. Oh. So my body might be trying to give me diabetes because it does run in my family, but because of how I've lived up to this point, I don't have it. They want to make sure I don't get it. So uh, the dietitian, dietitian is talking about, she's uh, drilling me with questions about how I think, how I eat, and, uh, and, and what my philosophy is about eating and what my habits are. So uh, I, I had committed to really focusing on having a specific type of diet to lower the A1C, lower my LDL for weeks now. So with all that information that I've gained on my own, 
I'm telling her what my plan is. And she's like, well, it sounds like you've got a handle on it. And I go, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I was kind of given a wake up call by the nephrologist, uh, by those two numbers, uh, LDL at 144 is too high. A1C is slightly, slightly elevated. Uh, if I do get a kidney taken out, those can't be factored in. I have to reduce my risk because when you only got one kidney, you don't want to be messing around right. with what could in, impair that function. So, yeah, I made that very clear to her. And they, they were, they seem satisfied with, she seemed satisfied with my answers. So, and then, like I said before, all these people get together very soon, probably in a week or two, and they will discuss your old pal, Eric, over a Zoom call and to say, thumbs up, thumbs down. What do we do with this guy? Oh, it's oh, getting close. Yeah, I think, I think I'll have an answer in a couple of weeks. Congratulations. Oh, I hope it goes uh, well. So hold the congratulations till we find out for sure. But uh, and if and if, uh, but I, I, I just I want to uh, I, I want to almost rush the process, but I know I can't. So yeah. I just keep my mouth shut and wait for them to call me. It's kind of like waiting for a job, except uh, whenever I am waiting for a job, they they just don't call. They just ghost you. <laughs> they just ghost you. And uh, have you ever had that happen? You apply for a job and they're all like, "Well, Ron, you had one job, so I don't know if it if, if it no, applies. it's not. Yeah, it doesn't work. But uh, uh, you know, uh, I have can't tell you how many times, especially in radio, you apply for a job and then they're like, yeah, "You know, you got all what we're looking for. You're <laughs> That's it." That's all you hear. <laughs> Remember Kim Carson? I was supposed to get that job with Kim Carson down in Kalamazoo. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that kook was sitting there. You get not, not Kim. The kook is like, you're great. You're going to fit in great around here. You, Kim's going to love you. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard from him again. <laughs> I know that has happened to my son as well with the job that he was hoping to land as he's now a uh, college graduate with his master's degree. Uh, working, shopping for shipped at the Meyer stores, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me give the other side of this too, because I've recently been in the hiring process. I was I, I have to hire a guy for our company, and in the description, I laid out exactly what I needed. This is what you have to have. This is the experience you need. This is what we're looking for, and I'm telling you, I've got stuff from people that have absolute. They're nowhere near any of it. They have none of the experience. They have never worked in the industry. I don't answer those back. I don't take the time to say, I'm sorry. I mean, if you're going to apply for a job, at least have just an inkling right. of, the, right. uh, of what is being asked. No, I agree. If they write in and try to apply either online or via snail mail, yes, you don't have to respond to them in any way, shape, or form. It's well, no, if, if the I'm dialogue using, starts. I'm using, one dialogue. Of the, I'm using one of the, the uh, hiring services. It's Indeed. I don't know if I can drop that name. So I'm using Indeed. So I, I laid out specifically what I was looking for. And this one guy sent in his resume. He's like a greeter at Walmart. He's never done any production work or any video work or any of that stuff. He's applying for the job. You know, there's a guy who was a, uh, he was a uh, automotive engineer. Beautiful resume. But it was all automotive, all engineering. Nothing to do with television. Nothing to do no. with. No. Yeah. You don't, you don't know them I don't anything. Even, I, don't, I don't answer those. Nope. You know? Nope. Uh, it's my only gripe is when you get to the next step exactly. where they call you. You know, they've got an interest. I would have loved just a, I would prefer it uh, to be a law where they have to call you and just say, go to hell. Uh, that's all I want. I just want closure. I just want closure so I can say, well, thank God you called. I'm glad you called it. Cause I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to think for a second that I had a shot at this and be wondering, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's, it was turmoil. 
especially if he built you up like he did. I mean, oh. it's not like you were ready to start tomorrow. For oh, days. my gosh. It is. You know, it's just been one thing after another. I'm lucky I had a, a one good experience in radio, and that was my time when I was working with Freebird Hot Wings because the show caught fire and everybody listened to it. So as soon as you have that type of oomph behind you, then radio turns into a great industry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, since the outside of that, leading up to that and post that, it's just been horrible. It's, it's, right. it's just a, a miserable, miserable time from beginning to end. Well, it's the well, industry itself. It's not. Yeah. Yet. Isn't that where all these big uh, conglomerate groups like iHeart and Cumulus are all dealing with uh, uh, dwindling revenue and massive all of these. And, and then they just cut staff because it's the about the only thing they can do and, and yep. that's a vicious cycle man yeah it's it's tough i i uh i i don't know how they get out of that nosedive because they're 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 now left with they don't actually have any personnel to put quality material that is worth listening to on the radio i mean that's not easy to do mm-hmm. back when we all worked in radio uh, um, I mean, more, more for Gene, the, but Ron is aware of how it works. You had the minor leagues, which was the overnights. You put an overnight human being on there. Mm-hmm. The program director would say, yeah, you know, keep me on the air. Don't lose Just a license. Sleep. <laughs> Have a little fun. Uh, you're, you're working on it. And you put some 21. That's what I did. And I, I, I would experiment all the time. And occasionally, if I got a little bit out of line, my boss would hotline me and say, all right, you know, no more farting on the microphone or something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, and that, now they don't have that. So yeah. it, it's, it's kind of a disaster. Kevin Matthews was another one of those guys he used to yeah. work the overnights and you know, turned into a, a career. And uh, yeah, you know what? All I can say is just like so many other businesses uh, dealing with what has happened over the last five or six months, there has to be a, a bottom here when it starts to turn around a little yeah. bit. Like advertisers will be back, okay? And it's just a question of can you survive until that uh, you turn the corner on the, the, you know, the J curve, if you will, and come back up toward somewhat normal revenue sources. Yeah, well, it's very, very tricky. Here, and again, this is just speculation on my part, but radio is going to get to a point where it is going to be so streamlined because they're going to get rid of everybody, do just a whole ton of syndication or whatever they have to do to make it the cheapest possible that they can. Things are going to turn around. The money is going to start coming in. They're going to leave it that way because their profits are going to be huge. So the quality of radio is not going to get better, but the money part is definitely going to get better. Yeah, they're probably going to dumb down down the content. Exactly. If they're making huge amounts of money, now that all the advertisers are coming back, the money's starting to roll in, and they've been doing this with less than quality content, why spend the money? Especially the big corporations. Why spend the money to bring local people back in? Just keep doing what you're doing. But it's, it's amazing to me that they can assume that that is going to happen or even have the nerve to charge that because, um, you know, uh, if a station has a 25 share uh, 20 years ago, uh, they can still have a 25 share now. But the problem is the pie is 80% less. You know, if you had 100,000 people that had potential to be listening to the radio 25 years ago, and now that pie is 20%, or I'm sorry, is only like 20,000 of that, 
Uh, I mean, that's because you have so many more different choices that people are getting their content from. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you still have the 25 share, but the overall number of people listening is yeah, dramatically yeah. less because people they only listen to radio in their car. Yeah. Well, we'll there you go. I mean, we had our first casualty in Michigan, as far as I know, of theaters closing for good. The, uh, operators of the Fremont cinemas as well as the Harbor theaters in Muskegon. Actually, they took over the Lokes uh, Plaza theater there. Okay. Anyway, they, they just decided they're folding up and they will not reopen uh, the Fremont cinemas or the uh, Harbor theaters in Muskegon. And they, you know, they, 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 you know, they were on a shoestring for a long time, but I think a lot of those smaller operators who we've heard about restaurants that way and, uh, you know, they just can't operate under the limited capacity or, or not being open at all in the case of theaters. Dang it. Yeah, that is, uh, that is rough. Uh, all right. Anything else, uh, Gene, you wanted to talk anything about happening on the, uh, on the MMA front? Uh, back at it again. We were in Alabama last weekend and I mean, it, it was kind of funny. And this just goes back to what we were talking about the sports. Um, what we're doing now is we're, we're holding these in much smaller venues now. We used to do them where there'd be two or 3,000 people in there. Obviously, you can't do that now. Uh, city or The state of Alabama opened things up, and they allowed 150 people to come in uh, to this particular venue, which was much smaller. Everybody was, they weren't tested. They did the temperature thing as they walked through the door. Um, but they kept all the people on one side. We were all on the other side. The fighters were all tested the day before. We were all tested the day before. I mean, actual tests. Two of the fighters. Uh, Back in uh, your nose, you mean? The, the, no, that no, they have these new ones there, the blood tests. They do a prick of the finger. Then oh, they drop it oh the yeah, I know you love prick. It. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> giving um, the blood. little prick said I was no, so there. <laughs> so, I mean, it worked out well. We had a, just a ton of pay-per-view. That's where we're kind of going with all this now until they loosen things up a bit. But, so, uh, uh, what is the uh, uh, entity known as? Uh, uh, what what type of I mean, if people wanted to look it up and see uh, on their own what this was, what is it known as? Oh, uh, the company name is B, the letter B, number two, B two digital. And basically, what we do, what we're doing is we've created a minor league for the uh, um, Bellator and the UFC. So we're bringing all of these like lower fighters together, training them, you know, creating great matches so that these guys can move up into the big time okay like so it. you're you're the the entity that's doing the production the actual oh. entertainment is uh working with the fighters themselves no we own so it um well yeah i mean we train the yeah. fighters yeah we okay have gyms, we have gyms that we own where the fighters go and they train okay and so you're, and it's your own product it's the company's yeah. own product and exactly. then you're you're in charge of making sure that the show goes on so people can watch it yeah, I do the, the television end or the, the live oh streaming end of it. That is pretty freaking sweet. So you get a lot of these local dudes. And what, what part of Alabama are you in again? We were in Tuscaloosa this time. We've been in Montgomery. We've been in Birmingham. We were in Tuscaloosa this time. Um, we got Chicago and Dubuque, Iowa coming up. But Okay, so these guys are no joke. Yes, it's a smaller no. organization, but these guys, I mean, well, they're, they're following all the same rules that the guys in the big leagues fo uh, follow. Well, what we've done is we have organizations we purchased in Kentucky, Alabama, um, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, and they're like these fight groups. We, we purchased them, and now we've revamped them and organized them. 
You get the fighters that are in that group training well, you know, building, at least the ones that are really, really good that have potential. So then we, you know, we're creating this pool of really, really good fighters to move up to the next level is what we're doing. At this where, where do you go for the, for the pay-per-view? Where, where can you buy it? Yeah, is it, is it, it to, to B2. You go to B2 Digital. and there's Oh, okay. Well, you okay. know, I, I'm, I'm excited for that because uh, that's a viable live sports thing. We've got NFL football back this week, uh, Thursday night game if it starts and, and full schedule for the weekend. I've been watching NBA basketball live every single night. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Gene. Well, no, uh, I'm just saying. Hockey, I, okay. okay. Hockey is cool. Baseball we're, we're, we're a couple weeks away from baseball playoffs and what the Tigers might be. Uh, I've, been, I've been watching that. I've been watching that. They, they were doing terrific. Uh, a week and a half ago, they were the hottest team in baseball. They're, uh, they, they've then they been lost, winning. yeah. Yeah, they had a terrible time, and now they're back to the last 10. They're 5-5. Five and five. But, you know, I, yeah, I like watching the Tigers. I like watching the Tigers. Listen, we went like five months without any live yeah. sports, and now we're just yeah. all over the place. Yeah, I don't mind it. Did one you see this? Me, oh, sorry, go ahead. The, one comment about the NBA. This is so, so Disney-esque when they've got those monitors in the stands with the people that are like – they're. I mean, it's just – I bet if I were on the court playing, that would bug the hell out of it's me. It's so weird. It is. It is so <laughs> weird. They're just looping. It's yeah, just it's like, a good thing Dennis Rodman isn't playing in this in this era. He would try to have sex with one of those fans. <laughs> He'd be throwing stuff at him. Right? Run our test. Oh no! Test up into the up into the monitor. Rod, Rodman's <laughs> Rodman's humping that monitor. Oh no! <laughs> Oh, hey. That's TV. I'd watch that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave it right there. That's it. I'm done with you. All right. We'll talk next week, I hope, or soon. I hope so, yeah. If, if Gene's not jet-setting to, to Alabama again, but uh, hopefully. Oh All right. All right. Okay, see you guys. Boy. Love you. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.